Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast. Uh, before we begin today's episode, we're just going to read uh, a statement that we put together, and we put together a statement because we wanted to speak and say these words the right way, and it's just about the uh, Michael Elgin situation. Um, so before we begin reading the statement, uh, we're just going to say that this statement is based off our knowledge of what we know about the situation. So this is just from what we've read on Twitter and what we've we've read from um, actual wrestling journal- journalists covering the, the incident that took place with Michael Elgin and a fan of Glory Pro Wrestling. Uh, and for all, all parties involved in this incident, we're going to take them at their word. Uh, we're not going to sit here and accuse anyone of, a, of lying or providing false information. So the statement that you're about to hear is just based on uh, all parties' knowledge that has been, been put out there, and we're going to take everyone at their word. And... Um, that's what we know about the situation. Just wanted to say that first and foremost. Um, if there is anyone that has been um, sexually harassed or abused, etc., we understand it's hard to uh, come forward about that. Um, I asked my therapist. I do have a therapist. I do go to therapy. It's not for reasons of sexual harassment. It's for um, other reasons. Those reasons are about like my career and uh, and things uh, and self uh, self uh, discipline and self doubt and some other things I'm going through. But I reached out to my therapist today and he gave me two specific links uh, recommend that he would recommend. So we're gonna have these links in the description. I'm gonna say uh, say them to you right now, and we just wanted to provide some resources for people who are listening to this and may have been involved in some kind of other uh, incident involving sexual harassment. So those links are therapyroad.com and psychologytoday.com. So therapyroad.com, I think, is a little bit more local to Chicago. You might be able to find a therapist uh, near you or in the state. And psychologytoday.com is more of a kind of for nationwide listeners um, or listeners in other states or countries if you're out there. Um, so we're going to have those in the description as well. Um, and I just wanted, I think it's cool that these links were given to me by someone who is a certified psychologist. And uh, this is not just something that we Googled and uh, to, to find and share with you. This is something that was actually kind of provided to me. So this past Saturday, uh, February 16th, Michael Elgin wrestled Myron Reed in like a four to six minute match at AEW Showdown. Uh, this came in a shock to the AEW fans because AEW said in the past they would not be using him on any shows until the incident he was involved in was resolved. Based on what we know... Mike Elgin mishandled a very delicate situation and did uh, many very unethical and insensitive things. They were very wrong. We do not support his actions. AEW has also released a statement of apology for using him on the show and thought the fans would react differently. They also mentioned they felt obligated to use him because without him, there is no Tetsuya Naito at the Logan Square Auditorium. Uh, In fairness, uh, we think that the biggest downfall here was the contradiction against a previous statement that AEW said they wouldn't use him. They obviously contradicted that and then did. Um, and then a, lot, a lack of transparency in using him as well. Uh, fans felt slighted and betrayed. Uh, so we would like to encourage you uh, to peacefully protest if you feel the need to do so and to respect opinions on Twitter, name calling in person or on Twitter, um, and vulgar uh, statements doesn't make the situation any better. It does not help anyone. Uh, it only adds fuel to the fire and creates a lot of negativity. So we encourage others to form an opinion and express themselves in a very progressive manner. Uh, we will continue, Chris and I, and two years on the face, we will continue to attend AEW shows because we 
have other wrestlers and other, other individuals, which we would consider friends, uh, that work for the promotion. And we want to see these people succeed. We want to see AEW continue to grow. We want to see the wrestlers continue su to succeed. And we want to see the people that we've met in the wrestling community and through AEW. We want to, to see them succeed, and we wish them good fortune as well. So Chris and I, when, it, when we can, um, when the dates and the budget is right, we're going to continue to attend AEW shows. Uh, and then a little later on when we go through the card, we're going to talk about how we felt just kind of during the show while the match was going on. We have acknowledged the negative, so we're not turning our backs to the negative things that happened, but we're going to focus on all the positive things that happened at the show during this podcast. So the rest of the show, we're going to talk about all the different emotions we felt and talk about all the positive things because we are a positive cast and uh, that's what we choose to be. So acknowledge the negative, but focus on the positive in a respectful and peaceful manner. Thanks. All right, Chris. What is up, yo? What's up, man? Not much. Big weekend. Big weekend. It's Monday. It Monday, is Monday, Monday, Monday. Yeah. Uh, you went to Dayton, Ohio. I did. I, I rode out with the, with the unicorns and Nancy. The unicorn. Nancy's uh, a Nancy's unicorn. Nancy's a unicorn, right? yeah. Right? So who was, what was, who was the was, car uh, situation? Um, so they drove out to my place, uh, and then uh, we In drove the my car. Yeah, they went to Midlothian. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it was around 10 o'clock in the morning we ended up heading out. Um, Damn, that early? Uh, yeah, yeah, we got we got to Ohio pretty early. It's like a five hour drive, right? Yeah, it was like a four hour, four hour and a half drive. Was Dayton on the west side of Cleveland or the east side of Cleveland? Uh, yeah, I'm not looking at a map. No Did idea. you go through <laughs> Cleveland, Ohio? Did you drive through Cleveland? Uh, Ohio? No, I don't think so. I okay. don't think we don't even make it there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So they went. To, they met up with me at my place. Uh, then we drove out uh, in my car. I drove the four hours and a half over there. Um, funny thing, we get to Ohio. It's like because. The arena is the place, you know, our, the place that we're going to go to first. I don't know why, but that's what we said we were going to do. Like, You're going to go right to the venue. Yeah, to the Rockstar Pro arena. Rockstar Pro, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's mm -hmm. Pro Wrestling Revolver put on the show, right? Naito's right. first show in this Tour de Naito, and, but it was the arena that Rockstar Pro usually uses. Yep, okay. for sure. So we got there, and there's like, well, we're here. We're extra early, but we're hungry as hell. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so you guys so, checked in at like a hot dog place, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Martin had asked, uh, Martin or Jonathan had asked uh, on Facebook, like, where should we go to eat or something? Like, he did one of those recommendation posts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we ended up going to... That's a total to, old person move. I mean, it worked, bro. Like, it, was, it was great. It was uh, Zombie Hot Dogs, I think. Yeah. Zombie like, Dogs, that's the name of the place. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, very unique hot dogs. And I think uh, not eating prior to... And then having that hot dog didn't settle too well. Like there Did were, you eat breakfast? No. No, I had oh, a cup man. of coffee, and that was it. Oh, man. <laughs> how, do you, how do you go that long? You must have been starving. Uh, I, I was hungry, but not, not too much. Okay. Right? But, um, I'm like a person that needs, like, like my body, no uh -huh. matter, like, you know, I don't care where I am. If it's, like, between 11 and 12, it's like, okay, it's time for lunch. And, mm -hmm. like, I just get hangry <laughs> if I don't eat. But you just yeah uh, no it was it was a good ride too like you know we're talking wrestling we're talking to Gali because I've never been to Gali and yeah and yeah, yeah has been out there so yeah tell me about was, the road what was going yeah on he the was road? sharing some stories uh he he really digs the the place and he really likes the promotion who, who? Um, Martin Martin okay. yeah Martin Jonathan 
Uh, we were talking about, you know, since we had done this trip, we're, we were on the way to um, Ohio. He's like, well, next trip should be to Milwaukee. They want to do Milwaukee for, for Zello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, that's not as bad. Like, that's what, about an hour and a half maybe? I, I've driven to, well, I don't know where Dayton is on a map, but I've driven to like a, a suburb on the east side of Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I think it was like Madison, Ohio. And I've driven to Milwaukee. Milwaukee is a lot more tolerable tolerable mm-hmm. of well, a drive. I mean, yeah, like the, the, the drive for me, driving for me at any time is okay. But at night, like, I, I don't enjoy it as much. Like I'm pretty calm on the road, like during the day, wherever I'm going. Okay. But at night, like it's, it's a little harder. I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah, enjoy yeah. No, it. No, you're tired. Um, and it's everything's not even that. less. Everything's. I think it's every- an eye thing. Like I need glasses for sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and at okay. night it just gets a little blurry sometimes. Okay, I'll mark that uh, down as a note that uh, <laughs> not to drive with you in the nighttime. Yes, uh, thank you so, for that. Yeah, uh, it was it was fun overall, man. Like uh, the drive out there didn't even feel that heavy. Like we were joking around. Nice. Um, That's good. You sounds like you had some good travel yeah. buddies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Was, they were they were good. Um, and then once we you know after the hot dog stuff, like we went back to the arena. And people were already lining up, and this was because um, I think uh, the meet and greet started at six. We were there probably by three. Um, okay, so, so you we, were still three hours early, or yeah, that, or you were at three, no, no, no. and then you went to go get hot dogs. No, three at the arena, like three, three thirty. Okay, was this before um, or after hot dogs? After hot dogs. Oh, okay. So you, mm-hmm. so you were, yeah. So why'd you guys leave so early? Why'd you guys? Leave we were even trying to leave earlier, I think. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, but Nancy got stuck in traffic because Nancy was picking uh, Martin and Jonathan up. And she's coming from uh, Northwest Suburbs. Yeah, I had no yeah. idea. She lives so far. Yeah, I just found uh, that out too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if mm-hmm. you know, not to skip over the the main course of this, <laughs> you know, trip, which was the show. Like, we ended up coming home around four. Like, I got home at around three forty-five ish. They got home, uh, Martin and Jonathan, around like four thirty. Right. Nancy ended up like at five. Because she lives, you know, still farther from them. So that was crazy. That is crazy. Well, shout out to all of you for uh, taking that trip because you love wrestling so much. Yeah. We're excited to Mm -hmm. kick off the Naito um, tour. The tour, yes. The tour de Naito. I'm going to say Naito. I don't know if that's the way you say say it. If it's Naito or Naito. I I say Naito. Okay. But I think it sounds cool when you say it. (laughs) All right. So... Yeah, man. So th- this was uh, this was an inter- interesting show, which we're not gonna completely break down. But I did see that it's up on high spots. Okay. So for any of you who wants to check that show out, you could rent it, buy it, and order DVD if you want to. So. Okay. Yeah, we're we're uh, we have. Uh, I wasn't there, but Chris is gonna give some insights on like different matches that he uh, he uh, some things that stuck out to him. And, yeah. Uh, then we're gonna just gonna the other matches that were just kind of uh, okay. We're just going to mention that they happened, and we're going to skip by them. Uh, so it's not a uh, it's not a surgical breakdown, if you yeah, will. Yeah, no, for sure. Right, I mean, right, it was right. we were there. It was fun. Um, I was I was surprised also that not a lot. Of, there was not. It was it was a big line, but not a huge line for meeting greets. Okay. At least not what I got to see. Um, okay. But um, it well, was cool to see. Um, you know, just nights of just walking around the arena, just kind of getting familiar with it before the show. Yeah, man. Uh, like we, we'll, we'll talk about it, but it was like pretty surreal to see uh-huh. him and to be like five feet away from him. Surreal. Um, but Absolutely. But uh, yeah, so this card kicked off with uh, Trey Miguel versus Jason Cade. Okay. Before we just start about mm-hmm. talk about that, how was the yeah. event? Like, what was the venue like? 
Uh, the venue seemed like, and I think I described this before as like a big garage. Okay. Um, it was a little dingy. Okay. Um, but it had, I think, how Jonathan said, like, this is um, indie wrestling for sure. Like, okay. Like, really, like, underground type of stuff. Right. And, like, all um, the walls were pla- painted black, right? That always makes a place, I feel like, feel tighter to me. If, like, yeah. Yeah, all, because every- also, I think, you know, it's, it's at night. There's no windows. Okay. It's dark. And then you only have a few spotlights. Yes. Like, whenever you really take a step back and see the whole thing, it's like, holy shit, I'm pretty tight up in here. Right. And the ceiling's so. pretty low, right? Fairly low uh, or no? No, not even not really. It wasn't so low. Okay. Was, it, um, was the ceiling low? There were just uh, some pillars that made they made some uh, seating areas a bit uncomfortable, I okay. think, to, to, to look around. Okay. Um, but yeah, ceiling was not an issue, at least that I could remember. I mean, okay. I wasn't jumping off of those things either. <laughs> <laughs> was it kind of like the height of, uh, like, say, Joe's Bar on Wheat Street? Or was it a little higher than that? Yeah. Joe's, Joe's on Wheat Street, okay. I think. Yeah. Okay. All right. So first uh, match. Yeah. So first match was Trey Miguel versus uh, Jason Cade. Um, this was a, a really good match to kick off the show. Yep. Um, Trey Miguel picks up the win, but he, I mean, uh, this match was Trey Miguel's type of match, right? Fast, high spots. It was really good. Okay. But to me, the, the initial part, his entrance, um, he has a, to me, he has like a new look, more kind of, uh, a smoother look trying to, uh, he's doing the, to me, it resembles a lot Ricochet. Okay. Because he even does the pose. He wears the um, the crown. Um, so that's it, it true. Was, it was he very did, he did have a crown yeah. on AEW. Mm-hmm. I did not no, did notice that. Yeah, a newer look, but closer to Ricochet. Yeah, or and I'm like, I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I like that. Like, I, I like Trey Miguel, and I I like his matches, but right. like, I don't know if if him resembling Ricochet, like, it, it, I don't know if that's a good thing. Right. Because he should oh. resemble himself. Himself, yeah. A larger version of himself, right. Okay, but cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so that that kicked off the show, and then we had the 11-way scramble match. Now, How does that even work? I don't know. I initially thought it was going to be like a six-man scramble. I thought it was going to be like six or eight. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, we had 11 people out there. And and um, these are all are these all people that were voted in via, via retweet? Because I, I know don't that's think how so. Pat Monix got on. on right, this, on right. This that card. was the Pat Monix way of getting into this card. But right. I don't think everybody was a, a, a retweet voted in um, wrestler. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, and I know when they were first, when we were, when we were hustling to get Pat Monix on this, or help get Pat Monix on this card, mm-hmm. there, was, there wasn't 11 slots open. Right. 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 That's why I thought it was six or eight. Mm-hmm. Um, but regardless, um, yeah, like 11 people to me was a bit too much. Okay. Um, there were some cool spots. I was waiting for, for Monix to really have a couple minutes in the ring, like just to kind of show yeah. them what he could do. Because that's Maybe how. Maybe on a one on one. That's how while everybody uh, spread out. Yeah. Right. That's how Scramble Match usually goes, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like two tango at a time, and all the rest are kind of on the outside, like doing their thing. Right. Kind of. You know, punching each other uh, or, like, being the base to catch someone who wants to dive outside of the ring. Mm-hmm. But it's usually, like, people take turns. Right. It's kind of how you organize this this chaos, right? Is that how it was uh, it going? Was, or? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a formula to it, right? But, mm-hmm. um, I mean, you just can't allow, you know, like, you just can't have a super crisp thing going on with 11 people in the ring. Right. I mean, it's not the Royal Rumble, right? Yeah. <laughs> that no, even, I, it, even that, you know, it's not as crisp as it should sometimes. That's true. Um, 
But it was it was great to see Monix out there. Uh, Gregory Iron to me was a surprise. So was Samantha Heights. I didn't okay. know they're on the on the card. Okay. Um, interesting to see Kurt Stallion. I know he had just like I don't know if it was a couple of weeks before a week before he had busted his lip, like his teeth like sunk into his inner lip. Really. And it was it was not pretty. Yikes. So okay. he was recovering for that. So, but yeah, that eleven week scramble, it was decent. Obviously, you want to see more of people shining, but you know they have to share the ring, they have to share the spotlight, and I think it was a, a good um, showing for for our boy Pat Monix. Yeah, how was the support? How was the pop? Or was it uh, that we, mostly we had, just uh, you, you guys cheering? <laughs> it was mostly a few people from. No, he he got a good pop, but uh, okay. there were definitely some shirts out there, some Monix Mafia shirts. Yeah, and you got which, me one. Thank yeah, you for which that. I got you one. Picked up a few. Um, I think Nancy got one too. So yeah, okay. we were supporting Pat Monix, bro. Great. Um, so huge surprise up next was Havoc. I knew she was in the building. I knew she was going to wrestle. I did not know that she brought the AEW title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was pretty cool. To I see. didn't know. I didn't know that she did either. I thought she just brought it with her. Mm-hmm. And I tweeted from our account that oh, it's cool that she just brought it with her. And mm-hmm. then I, and then I tweet and then I replied to myself before anyone else did. I was like, wait a second. She defended it, didn't she? And she's like, yeah. Yeah. So I tried to like. You know, I'd yeah. rather call myself out <laughs> first. Uh, but yeah, she. This was defended. Yeah, this was defended. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the titles making making towns too. Title AEW Women's Title making towns. Yeah, um, I caught up with uh, with Jessica at the end of the show, and she was really excited that she has this uh, three part DVD, which uh, she gave me a copy of. But unfortunately, the third disc is missing so <laughs> we'll watch one and two and then i'll dm her and be like yo there's a third one missing what is it yeah so what is the dvd about uh this is definitely um, something that we should watch yeah uh, together well, maybe with a yeah. few modelos and then we'll talk about it on a future episode of the podcast but what it like what is the cover what draws you into uh, so it's her and i story. think the tagline of the, of the of the dvd is like it hurts so good or something like that like pain is so good or something like it was something okay. re- like it's a really good phrase okay and it's like that's havoc like yeah for sure okay so it, um, and is it just about her career thus far or I did, don't, did she give in. you a preview no i haven't put it in what did she say when she gave it to you um thank you <laughs> okay no like no that's no. what you said probably right that's what i said i'm like what oh, did she say you. when she gave you the dvd like, uh she she just said check it out and okay. uh you know I, I did tell her that we will watch it so sweet so you're in for it um we got to watch it together and uh, maybe do a quick recap and, and help her sell some dvds absolutely absolutely yeah and i've been playing uh, every time i every time i play fallout with fallout 4 which i'm still playing i think of jessica havoc and uh uh really close to not to nerd out here, really close to finishing a settlement build. I know okay. that you might not know. No, no. You probably don't know what that is. Uh, for anyone listening who is a Fallout 4 fan, I'm building, like, you basically set up a settlement for your settlers. It's the it's the it's post-nuclear times, so that is, uh, that's just something that uh, I wanted to, to say, that every time I play Fallout 4, I think, oh, I wonder if Jessica Havoc is also playing this game, because I know she's a fan, and it's a great franchise. you got to check out her uh, Twitch She's she's on there. I, I know. see her from time to time. I see her from time to time too. And I watched. I was watching one of them with uh, Shane Strickland. They were playing uh, Metal Gear Solid. Mm, okay. Uh, like the newest version. Uh, but I want to see some Fallout. So if she's playing some Fallout, maybe I'll I'll jump on her stream again. Cool. Um, all right. So following that, Brian Cage defeated Claim Gaines. Okay. And then followed that by uh, was a triple threat match for the PWR Tag Team Titles. Okay. And guess we had in this match, bro. I I was not expecting to see them. 
but we had the besties. The besties in the world. Matt Fitchett and Davey Vega. It was good to see Vega back on his feet. You know, no no serious injury. Right. So was super excited for that. Okay. Uh, they uh, went up against the Knight Riders and Zero G. Sorry, so, Carla. <laughs> why sorry, Carla? Because she wasn't there? No, because what, they what's lost. the result? <laughs> Zero G lost. Hey, but the besties, we're fans of the best besties. And, Absolutely. Uh, and they won the titles. Okay. Uh, big surprise there for me. Um, I popped super hard. Um, I, I think I popped so hard that I didn't realize like what the room reaction was because I was so excited that they were there and that they won the titles. So nice. That was yeah. cool. Yeah, it's a genuine pop right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Strickland uh, defeated uh, Trevor Lee. Okay. And we had John Murray, uh, who's the their their champion, the uh, pro wrestling revolver uh, champion. It's a pro wrestling revolver champion. I believe so. Because yeah. it says Rockstar Pro title match. Oh, you're absolutely right. Okay, so it's the Rockstar Pro okay. right, champion, and um, he uh, went up against uh, Jake Manning. Um, and I think so. I had seen some uh, John Murray hype on the internet and Twitter. Correct? Yeah, because I'm not, you know too close to uh, any of these two guys. No, neither am I, but I do. Um, I've seen John Murray's stuff. Right. And, and I In I was GF a little form, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a little skeptical like, cuz I'm like I don't know, like I like comedy wrestling, but sometimes there's some like comedic spots that are not the greatest. Like you see yeah. the wrestler trying too hard or you know, but I think uh John Murray definitely like it I don't know if it helped that it was, you know, uh, home promotion, like he's super over over there. Not a home promotion. Wait, so for for him, like he's a regular there. He's a regular rock star. Uh, at rock star, uh, but I guess I, I guess I mix them at, at times, right? Like rock star, and because this is a pro uh, wrestling revolver. Right, show. so home crowd. It's a home crowd. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, selling a bunch of merch, um, and he was yeah, like I said, he was over, and his wrestling style, you had to go in. Just kind of knowing that you know you're gonna get comedic spots and yep. be open open minded to to whatever is going down in the ring. Okay, and you have an absolute blast watching him wrestle. Right, if you open your minds and allow mm-hmm. him to ch- at least try to entertain you, give him have, give him that chance. Right, and then we okay. have for us we don't miss OI4K. Right, over there in Ohio it's OVE. Well, oh, I would think they'd still be probably be OF4K there. Right? Uh, it's it's more brand. Well, now they've like once they you know went OVE like over there is heavily branded as OVE. Is it? Yeah, and, and okay. the crowd accepts it too. Like they they know that. Is that, that what they came out of? What were they announced as? Um, OVE. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought that was just an impact thing. No, no. Like I, I guess you know it's is there also home promotion there, right? Like yeah. it, it's run by by them. So okay. Um, yeah, the crowd definitely accepts that, and, and they're OVE over there. Okay. Um, so this match was against um, MJF, Ace Baby Romero, and Moose. Okay. Um, it was great to see Moose back in the Indies. I hadn't seen him since AEW, and I don't know how many months ago. Right, right, uh, right. I wonder, the, now, like, mm-hmm. I wonder now why he hasn't come back. Um, I just know, last time I, I spoke to him briefly, it was like, it, it was all like, depending on impact, whether they'll let him get those dates or not. Oh, okay. So um, the dates maybe just haven't been aligning because it's not, uh, obviously it's not an issue of exclusivity. Right. No. Right. Um, it was my first time seeing uh, Ace Baby Romero, who also, I have also been, see, been seeing a lot of GIFs on, online. Okay. On Twitter. Your brother. Uh, <laughs> he has the last name Romero, so we right. need to so do some are digging there. Obviously related. We're somehow related. Right, right, right. 
So technically, we'll yeah, look I'm almost a, a wrestler. Yes, so. yes. We'll look on Ancestry.com. <laughs> right. And we'll, fi- we'll figure out if you're related to Ace right. Baby Romero. Yes. Uh, so this was a, a typical uh, OI4K match, right? Like, they went all over the place. Um, they went into the, fought into the crowd, right? Um, yeah. Or is that what you yeah, mean yeah. by all mm-hmm. over the place? Okay. Yeah, definitely into the crowd. Um, you know, everybody loves doing the moose when he comes out. Right. So that was, that was super cool. Um, but MJF, bro, like where, wherever he's at, whether that's in Ohio or here in Chicago or other promotions, like everybody just hates the guy. He, he really creates his heat. So that was the one uh, factor that uh, no yeah, one like, could get behind. Because you said the you were telling me that were yeah, like, like the crowd for a was minute split. I was like, this is babyface versus babyface, like because they're all crowd favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but MJF, like he's like, you might like what I do, but you're gonna hate me in the ring. So. Okay, the one consistently uh-huh. booed wrestler for sure, but for good reason. And uh, we'll move quickly into the main event. Okay. Um, everybody was super hyped for this, um, as anywhere in this tour weekend tour of Naido. Right. Um, so, yeah, and, and I think one of the notes here I put is that Ohio was way louder um, in terms of when Elgin came out, right? Okay. Huge FU chance to, to Mike. The dismay was louder. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it lasted it lasted longer, yeah, for okay. sure. Okay. Um, but, you know, it's in situations like this, and we'll talk a little bit more about, about you know, Michael Elgin into the AEW um, rundown they will do but um once you know it's it's uncomfortable but you have to get past the fact that it's michael elgin and you're there to see naido and yes uh you know made the trip out there so like let's watch wrestling for wrestling's sake make the best of the best of the situation yeah yeah for sure and and we knew we knew again going in that this was going to be the match right this never changed this never changed since the moment it was announced it never changed um and and it was a really good match I mean, okay. and that's what Naito's been delivering uh, yeah. and delivered, you know, throughout the whole and weekend. And they have chemistry the together. States. They've, I, I believe, they've these two have wrestled the over the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. I think before. so. Yeah, when, um, I think when Mike was champion, right? Uh, yeah, I, th- I believe Naito mm-hmm. probably. No, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I know that they've wrestled before. Is yeah. the point I'm trying to get at? Yeah. So uh, overall, it was it was a great card. I really enjoyed my time out there. Um, I don't know when I'll make the drive again, but um, yeah. definitely did not regret, you know, uh, taking that Friday off and, and making the drive out there and Great. enjoying some some hot dogs that probably made me a little sick. <laughs> <laughs> Great. But they were great. Great. Uh, so more about the elephant in the room, right? We need to talk about the elephant in the room. Hector finally made it to an AEW show. After two long months. Two long months. He says, I am back to indie shows. I am back at AEW. I grew Where are my the modelos? And like, Hector, this is Logan. There's no modelos. There's it's no Corona. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he forgot. He forgot. Uh, but he's got a full head of hair now. Yeah. Our friend Hector. Uh, he even would take off his hat from time to time and show you his full head of hair. Right, right. It's crazy stuff. We tweeted a picture of it out. I didn't Twitter see account. it. I heard you you mentioned it. Yes. I was uh, sitting right next to him. He had his head off. And I just said, I just said, I don't know when I'm going to ever see Hector with hair and ever see Hector with hair at an AEW show again. So I oh. had to capture that moment. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Basil doesn't even get those shots. No, no. Right? No. It's <laughs> only only an exclusive uh, Three Amico photo here. That, For sure. That you can see. Um, so AEW Showdown. Logan Square Auditorium, this place was jam-packed. Yeah. Jam-packed. The we, snow did not stop anybody this time. Hell no. 
uh, wall-to-wall, um, sold-out capacity. A lot of people were there that we knew. A lot of good, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of good wrestling, uh, Chicago wrestling community or family, if you will. Um, and we're just gonna talk about all the matches on the show. Uh, some matches we're just gonna kind of skip through because nothing particularly stood out to us. And uh, I guess we can start. We are in a new era. What era is that? The wrestling without the E era. The re- I just deleted the E from our agenda. <laughs> Because <laughs> I think someone put that in there. I don't know where you copy and pasted these results oh. from, but uh, they're my notes, bro. I'm taking notes. It's 2018. That's that's not. These are your notes? No, they are not my notes. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, no, I just wanted to pull up the card to make sure that uh, we had all the matches in there. Right. But wrestling without the E, David Starr, mm-hmm. and his lackey. Um, lackey. That's a good word. Right. His Eddie forced Kingston. tag team partner Eddie Kingston, who's wearing an Eddie Quit shirt, uh, wrestled OI4K. So this is just the Christ, bro- the Christ Brothers, because Sammy was wrestling. Yeah, Jake and Dave. Sammy was wrestling letter. JT was out there. This is under wrestling rules, this match. Yeah, which I found interesting. So th- I know, I actually, I know Hector is getting a lot of heat for missing shows. I've mm-hmm. actually missed some shows as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to keep the heat on Hector there. <laughs> uh, so what, has they been doing this? Uh, no. So I think this is the first time they say it's under wrestling rules. And what that means, you know, AEW has no rules. There's no count outs. There's no... Well, yeah, they have rope breaks, AEW. Right. There's no you know, count outs. There's no DQs. So I guess wrestling rules meant, you know, there are rules. But even then, like during the match, like they kind of forgot that. Like there were some spots where they were out in the ring. It was lenient. It right. was lenient because uh, Jeff Cobb came out with uh, David Starr and Eddie Kingston, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure he slammed someone onto the the hardest part of the ring. The hardest part of the ring. He, I think he slammed David uh, Dave uh, Christ on the hardest part of the ring. So that would like what would that technically kind of be a DQ? I don't know. Right. Um, so dirty wrestling rules, I guess. Right. Lenient. Um, what? Why do you think? Why do you think? This is a thing now. Like, what is what is the point? What's the your... the reason I say that we're in a new era. Like, wrestling is running the show. Like, yes, wrestling, wrestling without, the e. without the E. They are dominating AEW. But why the um, rules? Oh, why the rules? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Because. Because like, why? They're they're doing their thing. They're wrestling without the E, so they're gonna wrestle on the wrestling rules. Okay. And and uh, you know. Uh, David Starr, like, he does the chin lock at the end, like, very, like, wanting to be, you know, 100%, you know, professional wrestler, but, you know, he always does something dirty that ends up in that chin mm. lock. So it's that, ironic? Yeah. Because they want the rules in place, but they're going to so not. They're going to break them they're at gonna some break point. Them. Yeah. I kind of think the point of this is to, I, I feel like they might start using this as, like, a bailout. What do you mean? That means that they're going to put these, they're try to put these wrestling rules in place, and then when they're losing a match... Or when they like have the tag team titles, because Trevor Lee, spoiler alert, is our heritage champion. They're mm. going di- to disqualify themselves and keep like that's how they're going to keep escaping. Oh, that's a good point. Yes, um, that's you have why to look I, that's, out for that. That's kind of why I think that like, is the whole point of this. And then who, who who do you see as tag champs? Uh, Kingston and Star. Kingston and Star. Yeah, it wouldn't be uh, Cobb well, and it could be Kingston. And I kind of like Star. Kingston and Star better. Yeah. Uh, because they played off each other very, very well this match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star would slap the shit out of Eddie Kingston. And this is the second and consecutive show that he wears that Eddie Quit shirt, and I think it's brilliant. Eddie Quit shit? Is that what you Shirt. Said? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yes, it is. It's brilliant. Uh, kinda, it kind of reminds me of, the, of when Chavo Guerrero had to wear the Eddie Guerrero is my favorite wrestler uh-huh. shirt. Yeah. But it's like a little more savage. Like David Starr is a little more 
verbally abusive mm-hmm. to Eddie Kingston and physically as well because uh, he slapped the shit out of him and told him to do his job. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so they ended up three back fists from Eddie Kingston and a chin lock. By David on, uh, on, I think it was Jake. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was a pass out, so they called for the bell. Uh, so wrestling without the E, they, they're 2-0 and on the night. Actually, they're 3-0 and on the night. So they are very, they are very much dominating AEW. Great. Second match, Fatal 4-Way. Paco, hashtag push Paco, wrestled Keem Zane. Ace Romero, brother of Chris Romero, and um, MJF. So uh, Ace Romero and MJF just made the drive to yeah. uh, Chicago, and they were in a fatal four-way. This is kind of like a fatal four-way of, um, I don't want to call them potential up-and-comers because they've made their names in other places, but newer, oh, uh, Paco, uh, Paco's a mainstay, but yeah. Akeem Zane, Ace Romero, MJF. Haven't mm. been on as many shows, so they're kind of working their way up the card. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't mind. I think we will see them more at AEW, that's what I'm trying to say. Right, right, right. Uh, so Ace Romero had the place on a whole nother level of excitement. Uh-huh. Um, destroyers, suicide dives. The man is, he's like, he's a large man, and it's not that we haven't seen large men do crazy things at AEW before, but he's of a different shape. Mm-hmm. If you know what, like Keith Lee is a large man. We've seen Keith well, I mean, Lee. I do think stuff. the closest thing to to some someone like Ace Romero is Konga Kong. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like Kung Kong would do the the moon salts. That's a good. That's and a he good would comparison. also do dives. Right. So in terms of like body size and shape. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Um, yeah. So Ace Romero does not let his physical limitations hold him back from delivering a fantastic destroyer. And I don't know his national... So would that be... Is he American? Would that be an American destroyer? Oh, right. No, yeah, it all depends, right? It changes. <laughs> it changes based on who does it. We've, we've decided that. And uh, he got Please Come Back chance. Yeah. Personally. Mm-hmm. So he had a fantastic showing. And then Paco, rightfully so, I feel, um, with kind of a... It looked like a kind of a Mishinoku driver. I also have TKO driver here. Okay. Uh, down. Uh, gets the victory. And uh, rightfully so, be- just because I feel that Paco... Push Paco. Hashtag push Paco, and he's been at AEW longer and uh, mainstay. And, um, but it, it, everyone looked great. Everyone yeah, looked great. For sure. Great. Uh, Jeff Cobb defeated Desmond Xavier with a tour of the islands. So that was just wrestling without the East, second win of the night. The besties in the world defeated... The Airbuds. The Airbuds. Stephen Wolf, Trey Miguel. Um, I didn't, I, I meant to put notes down here, but I didn't because I have coins. I'm coining right now, Chris. Okay. You ready for it? Go for it. A sabermetric statistic. Do you know what sabermetrics are? Nope. Please it's it's some, some kind of highly advanced analytical uh, measurement used in baseball okay. to measure the effectiveness of teams and players. Okay. I'm gonna coin a saber a saber metric uh, for for AW AW uh, wrestling. Ready? Okay. It's gonna be O. The 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 abbreviation for it is gonna be O. Um, I forward. No, no. Sorry. Hold on. <laughs> let me think about this for a second. Outstanding reactions provoked. What is that? Okay. ORP. Yeah. ORP. ORP. Outstanding reactions provoked. And I'm going on the record saying that Davey Vega. The besties in the world, but specifically Davey Vega, is the leader in that category of outstanding reactions provoked. So an example of an outstanding reaction provoked, or we could change this like eccentric reaction provoked, but I kind of like outstanding. 
Whatever, it's yours. It's yours. <laughs> yes, I'm coining this right now. I'm making it up as I go along. Uh, I thought about I thought about it a little bit earlier, but this would an example would be not necessarily a stand up and clap, but maybe a stand up and shout, maybe a stand up and laugh or cackle, maybe mm-hmm. a middle finger. That would be an outstanding reaction provoked because that is all that the besties in the world do is they get people That's true. Yeah. to turn they get people they turn people's emotions and they get them to react in a very eccentric way. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first. It's a new statistic that AEW should be keeping track of. O-R-P. 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 And Davey, who's now uh, tagging along with uh, Birdo. Yes, that was the, be- that was the big uh, a reaction provoker mm-hmm. is his obsession now with their new valet, if you will, or manager, mm-hmm. uh, Scarlett Bordeaux, came out in a very, very revealing outfit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and... I wouldn't say she matched with the, in terms of outfit with the right, besties. Right, right. Really, she's still really a heel manager, but kind of the the, the she, she's keeping the heat alive between between them both. Correct. Between uh, correct. Davy and um, so Fitchett. but um, yeah, she's the one definitely keeping the, the 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 heat alive between them both, and kind of right. have this super long ongoing thing. Like, but I think it's it. I don't think it's even a storyline anymore. It's just. The, the the team dynamic right so like it's not building to a breakup but it's just no. that that's how they work dysfunctionally or whatever yes like they're gonna come out on top no matter what right we're kind of past the fa- the fr- <laughs> the phase where like it was gonna be a breakup yeah we're past that it's not gonna be a breakup they're just gonna be a dysfunctional and when it does happen it'll game. just break my heart yes mm-hmm. but the whole thing is that Fitchett and Scarlett Bordeaux are vying for Davy Vegas attention mm-hmm. so. Scarlet will hug Fitchett, or excuse me, Scarlet will hug Vega, and then Fitchett will be like, what the Bro, F, man? She's yeah. not good for us. And then Fitchett will hug Vega, and then Scarlet Bordeaux, Bordeaux will get jealous, and like that's the whole yeah. thing that they do back and forth. Scarlet Bordeaux actually poured a beer on a fan. Do you remember yeah. seeing yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing that, but I don't know what he said. He had, I don't, I don't know, know what, what provoked that, <laughs> uh, uh, but it was savage as yep. fuck. Um, and uh, extremely entertaining match, and mostly just because, and no offense to Trey Miguel or Stephen Wolf, who, who had matching tights on, like the besties in the world are just, they're, the, they're the leaders in ORP yeah. at AEW. And uh, they, were, they had me cackling, laughing extremely hard. So, fantastic match. Defended their tag team titles. Thank God they still have them. They retained. They retained. Um, bro, so this, this is where it gets a little intense. Okay. How so? Um, uh, who so uh, Jimmy Jacobs comes out first? All first, Marty DeRosa came out. Oh, that's right, Marty. Yeah, he got a couple Marty chants, and uh, he had to redo his uh, little entrance because they were tightening the ropes. <laughs> yeah, they were tight- <laughs> there was almost communication on when right. to tighten the ropes and when Marty should get in the ring. But. Right, and uh, and I was wrong because Jimmy Jacobs did not come out. No, he brought out ACH, right, our new heavyweight champion, right, AEW heavyweight champion, right. Uh, so ACH comes out and then is interrupted by Jimmy Jacobs. Um, and Jimmy Jacobs is at first giving him compliments, but in a very condescending way. Yeah. Um, and talking about, uh, how things for, with things with ACH and ring of honor didn't really work out and how ACH is spilling some like borderline truth things out there. Exactly. Like ACH is kind of a big goof, Mm -hmm. which he is. And uh, he's not necessarily, I'm not saying that ACH isn't living up to his potential, but like he used the not living, Jimmy Jacobs used the not living up to your potential 
example with mm-hmm. Ring of Honor. Yeah. KSH is not with Ring of Honor anymore, so that's him not living up to his potential. Like, that's why he never talked to the office to put him over the, over there or whatever. Yes, Jimmy Jacobs said he never mm-hmm. wanted to put ACH over to WWE office when he did work there, right? Because ACH is just a big goof. Um, so it was, it was, at first he gave him compliments, and then he was basically tearing him down. Um, and he challenged ACH mm-hmm. for a heavyweight so, title match. Uh, but I want to point out, like, once ACH got a hold of the mic and he started speaking... And he's saying people like you are the reason why guys like us can never go or can't be over because you hold those down or whatever. Um, and as soon as he said that, uh, Jimmy Jacobs snatched the mic out of his hand. Yes. And called him Albert. Yeah. Shoot name, <laughs> and just took the whole promo to a new level. Yes. Like the crowd was like, oh, shit, it's real now. They, it was like, both really, really good. Yeah. And like something that uh, AAW needs all the time. Like, yeah. they need a segment like this, I think, every show, at least once a show. Um, ACH brought up the selfie of uh-huh. Jimmy Jacobs getting fired. And then uh, I think the closing statement was, like, let's see if you're a better fighter than you are a writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was re- it was really well done. And Jimmy Jacobs really sold, like, that last diss at the end. He was kind of standing in the middle of the ring mm-hmm. uh, as ACH kind of, like, waved as he walked Yeah, away. he rolled out of the ring and took a selfie, too. Yes, yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. Um, so it, it was, a, it was like, the coordination of it. It makes sense, too, because Jimmy Jacobs now has been involved in WWE-type promos mm-hmm. that can be... And, like, I'm sure he helped write... A, I'm sure, like, a lot of that was his idea. And then a lot of it came later, too, in the match. A lot of creativity. Jimmy Jacobs just injects creativity into the whole thing, uh, which is fantastic. So um, after that, there was... This was the last match before intermission. There was, it was Myron Reed um, defeating Michael Elgin and um, with a couple... Four fi- I think it was like a 450 splash, something yeah. off the top rope. The match only lasted four minutes and 25 seconds. So while the match was going on, um, I'm going to let you t- talk about how you felt. I basically just tried to enjoy the match because there was a lot of hostility mm-hmm. in the air and, uh, and just tried to kind of sit there and just focus on the wrestling aspect of it. How, what did you think? Yeah, I mean, it, definitely coming off of such a high like promo, mm-hmm. um, into this and, and Myron Reed came out first and then you heard Mike Elgin's music like that just sucked the air out of the building uh, like people didn't know at times like some people didn't know what to say what to do it was it was awkward it was uncomfortable uh, some people walked out yep. um, I just decided to stay quiet and it just kind of like really think it through like because people behind the, like there were a few people behind us that had harsher reactions yes um, and I like at those times it's like w- what is the right reaction, right? So kind of trying to take a step back and and for a minute I, I did try to enjoy wrestling for what it was and even though I had seen them the night before, this just felt different because we didn't see it coming. Right. Um, and, and we and talked I had about a, that in our yeah, opening statement. I though. had a few conversations right. with people at Ohio. It's like oh, because everybody was saying like, um, you know, fans that I would talk to like he's here, he he's gonna be at AEW, and I was like no, I don't think so. Yeah. You know, and so it was it was uncomfortable, but you know, we got past that. Uh they gave us intermission to kind of, you know, smoke it off for those who <laughs> to go downstairs for a little bit. Yes. Um uh but I think, you know, coming right after intermission, Kurt Stalin, Jake something, Cole Cabana, and Chuck Taylor like did a really good job to roll people back in. 
Mm-hmm. They did. They did. Um, there wasn't a whole t- a lot about this match. I remember Kurt Stanley and Jake something. They get the win, uh, which I believe Jake something is still undefeated in AEW. Yeah. From what I believe. So shout out to Colt, Colt Cabana and Chuck Taylor for putting them over, uh, which is very a very nice thing to do. Uh, Trevor Lee... Shock the world defeats DJZ for the Heritage Championship via roll up with. Uh, he had the ropes. This is roll yeah. up with the tights, but I believe he was grabbing onto the ropes. Okay. On a roll up. Um, and uh, Carlo did not <laughs> expect that. Carlo was shocked. She was sitting right next to me. Mm-hmm. And I kind of felt it in the air. I'm not saying I predicted this by any means, but I was sitting there and I wanted to start some conversation. So I said mm-hmm. to Hector, I said, do you think there's a title change? Hector said yes because he's a big Trevor he's Lee fan. He's a big fan. Trevor Lee fan, yeah. And then Carlos said no. So mm-hmm. I kind of had both, both sides both sides still left and to the right of me, and Trevor Lee ended up didn't picking up the win. And um, this was the third yeah. victory for wrestling without an E tonight. Yeah, they, they you know they, they won all three matches. Uh, Trevor Lee walks off with the title. Uh, you know, storyline aside or whatever, I just hope that this doesn't mean that DJZ is really hurt and he's going to have to take more time off. Okay. Um, you know, because... Or, or uh-huh. it might be good for him to take more time off if he is really hurt instead of getting right, more Right, right. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah. like, we don't want him to be severely injured. Yes, correct. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. You think that was a big like, factor that played into? Um, I don't know. Title change. I don't That's immediately what I thought. Okay. But um, I also, you know, I'm okay with Trevor Lee getting that title. And you said, like, like we talked about earlier, like, maybe seeing the whole wrestling faction with titles, that'd be crazy. Yeah. Something that could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, after that was the AEW Heavyweight Championship match, ACH and Jimmy Jacobs. So I thought that this match did very, a very good job of taking advantage of Jimmy Jacobs' strengths and not his weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Um, this wasn't extremely fast-paced. It didn't need to be. And with Jimmy Jacobs in the ring, don't make it fast-paced. Right. Jimmy Jacobs utilized a bunch of chairs, uh, which is great because... Uh, let's face it. He's not the most athletic person in the world. He doesn't have, he said he's got one of the things that he pointed out in this promo. It was that he's like, he, he pointed to, he made a point to say like, he's, his knees are injured. Yeah. He's got two bum knees, two bum knees. Right. And nearly defeated Phoenix. Right. So like, just imagine what I'm going to do to you type of thing. But he pointed the knees out. Correct. So then in this match, um, you know, he didn't have to do a whole lot. Right. Until that, that spot where, he, we all thought he was legitimately hurt. Right. So he takes what he takes um, a, a, a bump where he kind of lands on his feet, um, and it looks like he is his like when you land when you land kind of on your feet. You, mm-hmm. That's the that's like where knee injuries happen, right? Yeah. If you land the wrong way, and then you rip an ACL, and uh, that's what it kind of looked like. So Jamie Jacobs rolled off to the side, mm-hmm. fooled everyone except for. And I saw our friend Hank, Hank312, uh-huh. tweet about, I think he tweeted about this or he posted in like a Facebook group that I'm in with him. He said that he yelled, he said, this is like, this is BS, like Jimmy's faking. I know like this is classic Jimmy Jacobs stuff. He was like yelling that and some, someone in the crowd like yelled at him. To oh, yeah? shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't catch that. that. Well, no, I didn't catch it either. We were uh-huh. on the other side of him. Mm-hmm. I found out after the fact um, so Jimmy Jacobs is then faking an injury and he's like slamming the apron. He's like 
God damn it. Like, and like everybody comes out, you know, from the back. Everyone comes out from the back. No, like referees, people who help out with like a bunch of different things. Like it didn't need to be like yeah. all refs. It was like a it was like the staff of mm-hmm. the the who helped produce the that show. That whole balcony emptied out. Right. right. <laughs> the whole balcony emptied out. And then um, obviously ACH like made a point to come over too and stuck really close to Jimmy Jacobs. It's mm-hmm. so, like as they were kind of carrying him around, carrying him out. Then Jimmy Jacobs revealed that he was... He was okay. He was okay. Hit uh, ACH kind of with, like, the ring bell, it looked like. Mm-hmm. Rolled him back into the ring, tried to pin him, and then everyone was like... It, <laughs> honestly, the match was, like, okay, but that that spot at the end... Uh-huh, for sure, yeah. ...made it, like, a really fucking good match. Um, and then Jimmy Jacobs, like, right as he got back in the ring, received a brain buster on a chair for the one, two, three. Right. Uh, so he almost pulled it fast. One. It was super entertaining. Like I really enjoyed it. Yes, uh, he. I was fooled. Mm-hmm. I was completely fooled. He got me. Uh, Hank threw one too. Was not fooled. And right. someone in the crowd yelled at him. Don't do that. We gotta be <laughs> guys. We gotta be nice to each other in the crowd. Don't. Right. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not be mean to each other. Um, and then the main event. It's time for the main event. It's time for the main event. Naito Tatsuya. Yeah. Coming out with a cape. White gear. Looking sharp, full mm-hmm. suit. Um, honestly, like his presence, his presence, like Sammy Callahan is usually the presence that engulfs the room. Mm-hmm. And Tatsuya Naito, just maybe just because we're used to seeing Sammy, but it, like it's also Tatsuya Naito's background and history and, and just. Yeah, more. it was all two worlds colliding. It was, it was, you know, in Logan surreal. Square Auditorium. It was surreal. His, every, he had the crowd in the palm of his hand. Yeah. Anything that he did, we were going to pop for it. Mm-hmm. He did all of his classic stuff. The match went 14 minutes and 51 seconds. It ended kind of abruptly with the Destino. Yeah. Yeah, it came abruptly. Like, I was, because I wanted to, you know, I wanted to jiff it, but it Did came, you get any jiffs? No. <laughs> no, not, I got some, but not anything like uh, wrestling with unicorns quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was I was looking for it because uh, I tried to do that the night before, uh, but I was too far off to get anything good. Uh, and yeah, it came out of nowhere. It, it did shock me, but I mean, now that I look at the time, it was 15 minutes. Like it was it was a good good lengthy match. Yeah, yeah, no, it was fine. And like uh, and so one of the questions that I received from our friend at uh, Greg at Greg Nasty because mm-hmm. he was he was planning on going, and then uh, something fell through with his ticket, and he asked me like, was Nido trying mm-hmm. you know not to not to discredit the work ethic of Naito but it's it would be easy for him to take this tour easy because yeah he could do no wrong like well no for, but, well no like it would be easy for Naito to like kind of like go through go like, through the motions go of, through the motions of just you know it's another match whatever you know exactly like you're gonna mm-hmm. you, you know it don't risk yourself because you got to go back to new japan and do mm-hmm. really cool stuff there but i didn't feel like Naito did that at all like there were some apron spots. There were some uh, barricade bumps. Mm-hmm. Like I think I feel like Naito gave us. You know, it wasn't in a, in a crazy Wrestle Kingdom type of match, but it, he gave us like a very very good yeah. effort. Um, and then did his whole spiel at the end, where he names the whole mm-hmm. cast of Lij. Uh, so that was just it was like everything I wanted and more. This yeah. whole experience was everything I wanted. I didn't even get to meet and greet with him, and I don't give a fuck. Uh-huh. Um, and there was a Los Angeles. Chicago flag T-shirt too, so and there was like a, mm. a T-shirt specific to um, him, him at Logan, him at Logan, yeah, yeah, which I believe you picked up one yep. of those. 
which is really cool. It was like a shirt you could only buy at the event, I think. Yeah. Um, well, so it was encourage a $20 donation. Oh, for the shirt? Yeah. Oh. So. It was, it was, it, it was amazing. Like, I creamed my pants a little bit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just going to be it honest. Was, it was one hell of a show. Mm-hmm. Um, we did say a lot of emotions, a lot of things happened, but overall. Yes. Overall, ha- overall, it was a way more positive than negative, as, yeah. as always is with AEW. Um, and we're, we're honestly spoiled. I mm-hmm. know I've said it before, but I felt hashtag spoiled. Absolutely, yeah. Yes. yes. All right. Um, so any last closing thoughts? I think we're, we're at the end here. I caught up on being the elite. Okay. Yeah. And I'm really, really, I think, I'm, I, think I might order Super Card of Honor and just try to watch, like, uh, take over New Orleans the day of WrestleMania. Okay. Because I really want to see, I really want to see the Omega Cody Rhodes. You got to start scheduling those, like, you know, like, I don't know. I did it last year. Like, this show comes out at this time, and, like, can I get access to it? Yeah, that was like a whole debacle, right? Yeah. They're doing, Joey Janela is doing another spring break. And right now, I think, uh, the, the Ring of Honor and NXT are at the same time. Ring of Honor and NXT are at the same mm-hmm. time. That's a crossover. Uh, the, uh, Revolver and AEW are doing a Pancakes and Pile Drivers yeah. match. I think Marty, Marty DeRose is wrestling on that. So, like, I don't even know if they, there's going to be access to that. Like, Right. Let's, let, uh, let, let's hope they, uh, they jump on the Twitch uh, wagon soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, it, get on there soon. Right. Um, because now, like, we have freelance with Powerbomb.tv. So right. you can get easy, quick access to that. Which I'll be actually watching that because uh, I wasn't, obviously I was in Ohio. I wasn't at Freelance. Right. Um, so, so we're going to, and the reason why we didn't talk about Freelance to happen this weekend is because it's going to be on, it's a snack size episode. Yep. Of it. Snack size episode coming soon. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was, it was one great weekend full of wrestling. Uh, for, for any people listening that saw Nido at Glory Pro, please send us pictures, videos yeah. um, at the number two heels in a face on Twitter, two heels in a face. Info at two heels in a face.com if you want to send a via email, but we'd like to get updates. I think, believe you wrestled AR Fox there. I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, let's mention that you fired off the two heels in a face Instagram account last yes. week. Yes, Instagram. Uh, we've talked about it. As if it. I needed more things <laughs> to do. I, I dragged my feet and tried to, I was like, you know what? Let me get this thing going. Yeah. And, uh, well, well, I have a little bit more time than you do right now. <laughs> let's not let's not sell you sell you short by any means. Yeah, like it's been getting good traction. So, um, you know, hopefully you guys are engaging there. Let us know what you think. If you want to share a picture, you want us to share a picture of yours, let us know. Yeah. Um, and keep enjoying wrestling. All right, before we leave, you can find Charlie at Chuck underscore, underscore Colorado. Right. You can find me on Twitter at Compadre Chris. Right. You can check out TwoHeelsInTheFace.com for upcoming wrestling shows. Oh, we did give away those Glory Pro tickets. That's right. Someone left us a review. Some, a couple people left us reviews. Mm-hmm. And, it was first uh, come, first serve. It was first come, first serve when we gave away those Glory Pro tickets. So thank you to all the people who left us reviews, though. And we actually hope you're listening. Uh, yeah, if you, if you find any articles that you like on TwoHeelsInTheFace.com, two and you have a Medium.com account, you can clap them. That's right. Which basically just helps that article you know, be found by other individuals. But yes, just click the play button, honestly. And if you really, really like us, we appreciate iTunes reviews. Uh, hashtag PushPaco, iTunes SoundCloud. Hashtag BWGPA. Hashtag BWGPA.